Chapter 16 of A History of Astronomy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A History of Astronomy by Walter W. Bryant. Chapter 16 Adjustment of Observations Personal Errors. Omitting all detailed reference to modified methods of observation, and the reduction and correction of the results, there remain a few matters of interest before we proceed to the more striking results of practical observation of the heavenly bodies. One of these is personal equation. Masculine, finding one of his assistants continually differing from him in estimating the time of a transit, discharged the man as incompetent, thus failing to appreciate the true inwardness of the fact he had discovered. The enormous difference of a second and a quarter between the determinations of Bessel and Argelander, both practiced observers, was the cause of the discovery of the true nature of the discordance, though it is generally admitted that part of this abnormal discordance must be attributed to an absolute difference of reading the chronometer itself. Chronometers in general beat half-seconds and there is reason to assume that one of the distinguished astronomers was in the habit of counting his seconds on the wrong alternate half-beat. The difference between two observers is a real thing, and appears to be a psychological phenomenon, depending on the relative rate of perception of different senses. In the old-fashioned method of observing by eye and ear, anyone whose hearing is quicker than his sight will record observations late. In the galvanic method, the practice is not uniform. Some proceed to make contact when they see a star bisected by a wire, being thus always late by intervals depending upon their quickness of sight and touch. Others endeavor to shoot the flying bird, that is, to make their perception of the tap coincide with their perception of the bisection. This method, as a rule, comes perhaps nearer the truth, but is objected to by many on the ground that it is not so consistent, especially for stars of different declination, involving different apparent velocity over the wires. Many attempts have been made from time to time to determine absolute personal equations, none, however, with conspicuous success, a weakness of some of the methods being the irregular oxidizing action of galvanic contacts. More recently, however, a device has been produced by Mr. Repsold of Munich to abolish the tapping altogether by means of a special micrometer, the observer keeping the star image bisected by a movable wire which records its own revolutions automatically. With this, very consistent results have been obtained, and the greater part of the difference of personal equation eliminated. If anything remains in the way of bisection error, it is sought to eliminate this by reversing the direction of motion for half of the observation. The longitude observations made with instruments of this kind, by Professor Albrecht and others, are a strong testimony to the efficiency of the device. A later refinement seeks by an adjustable clock motion to render the observation still more automatic, but is not yet perfected. Personal equation is unfortunately not constant in general, but varies with the conditions. 
small variations have been attributed to the observer's attitude to the time of day in reference to meals and to fatigue to the time of year in reference to holidays in their effect on general health and with great justice to the magnitude of the stars observed magnitude equation as it is called is a peculiar form of bisection error and it is generally found that observers are later for fainter stars it would certainly seem worth while to eliminate so variable a quantity if it were practicable another form of personal error is called decimal equation in taking observations to estimated tenths of any unit every figure from zero to nine ought to occur with equal frequency in a large number of observations but it is generally found to be not the case some observers having too great a proportion of zero and five for instance while the digits set down by others have quite a different order of frequency the determination of astronomical constants perhaps hardly belongs to this chapter but it will be convenient to refer to it here the principal constants in question are those of aberration of precession and nutation involving solar motion and of refraction there are other constants connected with every separate planet and satellite but these are generally discussed under the planets concerned the paris conference on fundamental stars 1896 adopted values for the constant of aberration precession and nutation in order to secure uniformity professor newcomb's exhaustive comparison of large numbers of modern observations having given results somewhat different to those of struve for aberration and of peters for precession and nutation previously in general use refinements of observation rendered possible by special instruments and methods some of which have been referred to in the previous chapter tend to show that greater accuracy is not unattainable and some observatories devote more time and energy to these general problems than to the possibly more attractive branches in which the majority more or less specialize refraction is on a different footing and there seems little hope of obtaining perfect tables for low altitudes observations of stars above and below the pole at the same observatory especially of stars which pass near the zenith coupled with observations of stars at two or more observatories in widely different latitudes would seem to supply ample information from which to deduce the law or laws of refraction but the practical impossibility of allowing for the varying amount density temperature and other circumstances of the columns of air traversed by rays at low altitudes generally discourages special observations for the purpose and it is more unusual to collect large quantities of observations which were not taken specially such as those of stars common to catalogues of the same epoch obtained in different latitudes it is quite possible that refraction tables which are satisfactory for one place will not be equally so for another so that it might be well if more attention were devoted to this subject in fundamental observatories End of chapter 16